0: Is are working. The reindeer are geared up. And the big guy's ready to listen anywhere in the world. Stream us anywhere. Talk945.com and the tuned in app. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5.
1: 738 on the Liz Calloway Show. It is Wednesday, December 6th. We have Glenn Dye here filling in for Nick Summers. And, of course, Reese Boyd III happens to be joining us this morning. We have a great guest on. She's been on our show before, and we welcome her back, Dr. Naomi Wolf. She is the author of Facing the Beast, and uh, she's joining us right now. Good morning, Dr. Wolf. Good morning, please call me Naomi oh sure, of course thank you um so I was um I was talking about you earlier uh in you know leading up into this interview about how we have spoken to you before about um another Naomi that has been uh, I guess misidentified and confused with you um and everything I read you know it says you know once a feminist now you know right wing conspiracy conspiracy theorist anti-vaxxer. I mean, they try and give you all these negative connotations and labels um, and Mm. how poor Naomi Klein, you know, she's been mistaken as you. And and now she's turned this into this amazing book that she wrote. Um, But it really all seems like a further attempt to cancel you and quiet you down. I feel that's how it looks. Can you tell us? (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead, please. No, please tell us um, what has been going on since, you know, maybe, you know, tell us about that story and where are you at at this point?
0: Yeah, well, thank you for your kind words. Indeed, I think you're right. Um, So people who may not know, the uh, very well-known writer Naomi Klein did write a whole book um, attacking me, incredibly enough. She's a distinguished intellectual. There's no reason for her to Spend her time doing that. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, it happens to coincide with the work that I'm doing overseeing 3,250 doctors and scientists who have volunteered to read through the Pfizer documents and who have um, produced, under our company's oversight, 92 reports showing people what's in the documents released under court order. And what's in the documents, as I think you and I have discussed before, is yes. the greatest crime against humanity in recorded history, right? Inc- with a special focus on um, sterilization of the next generation. And while I've been working on this, she's written this book, basically, you know, as you say, trying to cancel and smear and discredit me further, as if you know, getting kicked off, <laughs> you know, all of the platforms and and smeared as as I was. Um, subject of my new book, you know, it's not an athlete. It's a, you know, continual canceling. So that all seemed pretty surprising. Um, But then I found out that when she was turning in her book and getting ready for a book tour and right throughout her book tour, her husband got handed, his name is Avi Lewis, got handed a a job as the folks model for something called Pharmacare Now, which is the giant, the most gigantic boondoggle imaginable for the pharmaceutical industry in Canada, it would uh, hand the $42 billion a year that Canadians have to spend on um, drugs, especially prescription drugs, to uh, the government to pay for on the Canadian tax dollar. And so... Pharma in Canada would have one customer, the Canadian government, and would not be subject to market forces or to the kind of driving profits down by exposing what they've been doing, um, which has been a result of our work with Pfizer, which has lost 30% of its net revenue and is back to pre-COVID levels of revenue. So um, that's what Avi Lewis is doing. And her her father-in-law, uh, Avi Lewis' dad, Stephen Lewis, Uh, with the U.N. ambassador, the ambassador to the U.N. for Canada. And then when he was done with that, he ran a vaccine nonprofit bringing vaccines to um, Africa. And now he sits on the board of an international vaccine Mm -hmm. organization uh, that got a $25 million grant from Bill and Melinda Gates for vaccines. Um, And he's depicted in the Society Pages in Canada celebrating $847 eight hundred and forty seven million dollar investment in vaccines by Bill Gates. He depicted partying with Bill Gates about that. So, so that's that's what's happening in that family.
1: So Naomi, I mean obviously we see um a reason for her, you know, to be involved in a takedown of, you know, you but I'm just trying to figure out, like, the whole, uh, you know, the whole lead up. So you you have, you know, you have a tremendous audience and you're being canceled left and right and, you know, regaining and canceled and shadow banned and all these things. And then you have somebody who then um, is mistaken for you, but then she decides on taking that opportunity to attack you and cancel you once and for all. Somehow, in by using this book, go, going on book tours and being on all, in all these publications and videos and shows. So my question is: is what do you think came first? Did her uh, her husband and her father in law get these positions because of the opportunity this whole thing presented? You know, gave uh, them reason. Gave her, you know, you know, a, a mission. Do you think she's mm-hmm. on a mission, or do you think that? She kind of fell into that because that's the way her family business is.
0: I think that's a great question, and I wish more people asked follow-up questions like that. Um, well, her father-in-law has been out front in the globalist, you know, vaccine procurement scam since, you know, for many years. Okay. So um, that's that timeline. So I don't think who got those opportunities uh, because of her book. But I think that the um, network he's in, which is the most powerful globalist kind of vaccine network, as well as the most powerful globalist they of the world, network, basically for Marxism. Um, they, pr- I'm just guessing based on having been in the world of the elite for most of my career, you know, on the left, they saw that, you know, his daughter-in-law was a, gifted, well-known writer, and may have taken the opportunity to present this project to her, right? That's my mm-hmm. guess. Wow. Uh, then her husband, then the timeline with her husband is very clear. After she turned in her book, you know, after there was a book contract, um, he got this uh, plum roll, uh hosting completely empty town halls <laughs> across Canada for Pharmacare now, um, which is, uh,
1: you know, again, this, this boondoggle lobbying gig. Wow. you know Those lobbying things. Oh my gosh. They are really high paying, but here I have a question for you. You know, you, Mm -hmm. I've asked you this before, Naomi, and we're speaking with Dr. Naomi Wolf, the author of facing the beast. And of course the, um, the original uh, book is uh, beauty myth, which, you know, we've talked about that before, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to ask you, you know, um, you have risked so much to tell this story about the vaccines. And you said something that I was kind of thinking, but I don't think we ever really, really talked about. You talked about mm-hmm. how this is a crime against humanity, but you said its its goal is to sterilize the next generation. Um, yeah. That's, I, I don't remember us talking specifically about that. So now fast forward from the last time we spoke Is that even clearer to you now based on the 92 reports that your team has uncovered from these Pfizer documents?
0: Yes, without a doubt. Wow. Yeah. And the details of that are in Facing the Beast, um, my new book, Uh, as well as anyone can download the 92 reports for free on the upper right-hand corner of dailycloud.io. I don't recall how much of the sterilization campaign in effect um, I had shared with you when we last spoke, but um, you know the, the the most the last few months documentation shows that um, gosh, there's so much. There's an eight-page pregnancy and lactation report in the Pricer documents that it reveals that two babies died in utero um, and that Pfizer concluded that the deaths were due to uh, transplacental exposure to vaccine, maternal exposure. Those are their words. In other words, they knew that the vaccine in the mother's body was killing these babies, wow. um, and that was their conclusion. And they kept pushing it, keep pushing it to this day for pregnant women. Um, and we have a million missing babies in, in Western Europe, uh, in databases across the West, there's a, 13 to 20% drop in live birth. Um, we know the mechanism. We know that, I mean, my team knows mechanism. It's, it's confirmed now. The vaccines um, block the uh, fallopian tubes and um, accumulate in the ovaries. They're an industrial fat, so you're kind of like packing the, the, the fallopian tubes in the ovaries with kind of a barrier in effect. Um, which is so disgusting and also explains some of the hormonal and menstrual problems women are having that, you know, reporting those were what got me deplatformed in the first place. Um, We know that the materials traverse the placenta. They cross every membrane in the human body. So the placenta is a membrane. So they're creating calcifications in the placenta that keep the baby in utero from getting enough Uh, nutrients or oxygen and midwives are sending me pictures of the placentas that vaccinated women have now, which are um, abnormally flat. They're not like you know All oh, plump. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're they're abnormally uh, shrunken. They're they're about two oh. inches in diameter, too small. So babies are being delivered premature, um, almost routinely, because the placentas are just not strong enough or, or um, are not able to grow enough to hold a full-term baby. And just anecdotally, I'll ask your audience to think for a moment. When is the last time you saw a heavily pregnant woman? Right? You see, like, That's like a really good with,
1: point. <laughs> right? I mean, I haven't. Right? That's, like the
0: way yeah. women used to look, they were, you know, seven or eight months pregnant, like just before their due date, they looked like they were carrying babies yes. in their body. <laughs> and you, yeah. you, you see women who are like, you know, moderately pregnant now, you know, with little baby bumps that you don't see, heavily pregnant women anymore. In my, I was experience. jealous.
1: I was saying, you know, when I was pregnant, I was a house. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: right, right, right. Too, well, we didn't know how lucky we were, yes, right? because exactly. that means healthy full term babies. And related to that, um, maternal death, death and childbirth are up forty percent.
2: What? 30%. Yes, across so the board, confident.
1: all, all. You know, America, United States. Wow, United States.
2: For for mothers United or for the children States. or both.
1: Birth.
0: Mothers. I'm sorry, maternal deaths meaning the mothers. mothers. Um,
2: yep. but,
0: yeah. But you're asking the right question because uh in the Pfizer documents there's also a section that shows an eighty percent spontaneous abortion and miscarriage rate for the babies.
1: Wow. And
0: that is also what's causing this catastrophic drop in live births. Women are um and miscarrying or having fun. And, and you know
1: what? I just saw on the news today that Kim Jong un over in North Korea is crying his eyes out to a room full of women that are sitting there terrified with him begging them to have babies because they're having oh a, a shortage of children. He, he vaccinated the hell out of those people. Right? right. And right. God knows what they gave them. And now he's begging them, you know, why aren't you having any more babies? He's saying the same thing. I'm not seeing any pregnant women around anymore. Um, Reese, did you have any questions for Dr. Naomi?
2: Well, yeah, Dr. Wolf, I had a question just to mm-hmm. just to see your thoughts. There is increasingly in the in, you know, in the in the public domain, in the literature discussion of of spikes. Edward Dowd has written a lot about this spikes in unexplained death. Um, right. And And it's starting to actually impact mortality, uh, and life expectancy is going down and, yeah. and it's actually impacting the way life insurance companies starting to impact the way they underwrite, uh, various life insurance products. And so mm-hmm. it's like the, the financial markets are seeing this at some point, this decrease in mortality and many of course are attributing it to adverse vaccine, um, health complications. Yeah. Um, and, and the coronary Problems and the and the cardiac problems and all these issues that we're seeing, particularly spiking among young healthy people, but at yeah. some point we have to explain this, right? How do they? How do you explain the the, the statistics? Just can't be buried, and and life expectancy is declining apparently. At mm-hmm. least uh, it's on a downward turn. But will will folks ever? Will the general population ever really fully understand what's happened here? Do in your opinion?
0: I mean, that's such a a big question.
2: It depends
0: on us because even as, you know, you're exactly right, um, sudden death, like there's so much good analysis by dissident statisticians of government records showing, um, you know, very chilling uh, spikes in mortality up to about six months after each injection, after each dose. And, you know, overall, um, unexplained death, basically. And you're describing a phenomenon that we, you know, have to admit we've seen by now, which is died suddenly, right? This never used to happen. Healthy young people dropping dead or, you know, collapsing on the playing field. Um, You know, anecdotally, we all know people in our community, extended family, perfectly healthy, drop dead, died in their sleep, um, or turbo cancers, you know, diagnosed on one day dead four months later, right? This is completely post-2021 human experience, right? Never before did it happen. Well, our team knows the reason for some of this. Um, For instance, the the spike proteins and lipid nanoparticles interfere with the electrical conduction of um, the heart's beating. And that can actually, Dr. McCullough this to me, Um, that combined with the surge in adrenaline that people get um, before they wake up in the morning uh, can cause people to die in their sleep, the way we're seeing, Hmm. you know, people, right? Or can cause, you know, the surge of adrenaline on the playing field can cause those um, collapses that we're seeing in athletes. Um, So we're beginning to know the mechanisms. Um, The turbo cancers, Uh, Kevin McKernan has found that um, he's got a lab in which he analyzed the Moderna and Pfizer Injections and there's plasmids and uh, fragments of DNA that were not disclosed to the FDA or mm-hmm. the EMA in Europe or the you know Health Canada um, that are causing or that can, according to Dr. Ryan Cole and other oncologists, uh, create conditions for turbo cancers in the body because the immune system is broken essentially, um, and the stuff is kind of merging with the cells. I mean, it's just disgusting, catastrophic. Yeah. We also, so, we had yeah. heard,
1: heard um, so many people that had mm-hmm. dormant or they were in remission and then mm. the sudden awakening and the spread. And I remember one doctor saying, I've never had colon cancer spread to the brain. I have never had this before.
2: Um, and this pleasure.
1: is a lot of young people. So it it does um, beg the question. I, one more question before we go, sure. uh, Naomi. Have you changed any minds that you know of directly that said wow I di- I why how how did I what was I living under a rock how did I not know this did have you heard any you know have you had any success here
0: <laughs> Um well just to to finish the questioners um last question cuz I feel guilty that I didn't I I there's such a huge censorship complex right now um around the world and, and penalties and people being delicensed and so on. what I went through, which I write about in facing the beast, it's just an example for other journalists to be silent. So it's not going to come forward, you know, we're not going to talk about it as a society unless people who are listening to this, people, you know, from every walk of life mm-hmm. decide to be more courageous and bring this evidence to their friends and neighbors and their loved ones. That's what's going to change uh, the culture. Um, because, you know, Congress is in the pocket, both sides of the aisle are in the pocket of pharma, and, you know, the evidence is there. Like, we've shown <clears throat> conclusively that yeah. there's been a mass murder, and, it, you know, it, it, we, we don't have a congressional investigation, and people are not in handcuffs yet for all of our efforts, and we have two lawsuits. So it, it takes more than... Um,
1: well then, then a lot of lo- lot less people are getting the vaccine that's yeah. for sure.
0: So, <laughs> so that's the and I
1: love that. Um yes, we are having making a
0: difference. 4% of people got the booster. Uh and I also have to believe that God's in charge ultimately mm. and Amen. you know Amen. people people will be mm-hmm.
2: um We'll give blessed you a thing for that news. one. <laughs> Well,
1: thank you Dr. Naomi, well, thank you so much for spending time with us. The book is Facing the Beast, and the website is dailyclout.io. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Happy Hanukkah.
0: Thank you, Liz, and Merry Christmas. Thank Thanks you.